Welcome to Parenting Your Sensitive Child. Parenting a highly sensitive child can feel overwhelming, and all the parenting books in the world can only get you so far if your head and your heart are out of alignment with your child's. I'm your host, Julia McGarry. Let's create a new parenting paradigm. Hey parents, I want to share something with you today that I think is kind of special, kind of fun. You probably don't know that I almost launched this podcast a year ago. I had a name all picked out, I had lots of ideas, and I recorded one episode and decided that last summer was just not the time. So I've held on to that episode, and today I'm going to give you guys a little flashback. This was the very first episode that I recorded as I was planning to launch the Partnered Path podcast. So now here we are. The name has changed, but my intentions are still the same. So this original episode, I think, is still relevant. So without further delay, I hope you all enjoy. Hello, I'm so excited to welcome you to the very first episode of the Partnered Path podcast. My name is Julia McGarry. I am a parent coach for parents of highly sensitive kids, and I want to dive straight into a concept that I call living in the gap, because really, I think this is what most of us are doing and where a lot of our problems as parents arise. Now, I want you to think about the vision that you had for your family before you had children, or maybe while you were pregnant, and then how that vision has lined up with reality. Got it in your mind? Odds are that there's a disparity there, right? We have our vision for our family, the one we created probably before we had kids, and then the reality that's shaped by everything we've brought to parenthood with us unconsciously, by all the conditioning from past generations that's been handed down to us, almost like a parenting manual. Most of the time, it's not really the way we want to be parenting, but it's what we do when we're not thinking consciously about our choices. Okay, so having this vision and then having all of our conditioning creates what I call the gap that we tend to fall into, like the gap between the version of parenthood that's been modeled for us and the vision that we have for our family. And parenting a sensitive child tends to make that gap more obvious and more painful. So distance between the vision we have and our actual reality, our actual experience often feels so much bigger when we're parenting a sensitive kid. And emotions are big, questions are numerous and frequent. If you've been following me for a while, you probably know what I'm talking about, and that's probably the reason you're here. So living in the gap and not closing it is a source of chaos and confusion, and just it's just uncomfortable for everyone who's there. And I just want to talk a little bit more about how you 
can tell if you are living in the gap, if you are in that space of stagnancy and just kind of disenchantment with parenting that comes from trying to take your reality and move towards your vision, but not actually getting the traction that you need. Okay? So there are three things that can help you identify if this is you. First, you're constantly waiting for your child to outgrow this phase that they're in. You might catch yourself making statements like, oh, they're just in the terrible twos, or she's just being a three-nature. And following on that gendered track, boys will be boys. That one just makes both of those really make my skin crawl a little bit because it's an obvious layer of gendered thinking, but we're not going to go there today. Let's just take a step back and look at how all of these phrases, all of these thoughts that you may be having or things you may be saying to your friends are really just different versions of this is just a phase or this too shall pass. And when we're in that state of mind, when we're in that place of like, okay, this is a phase, I can deal with this, this is a phase, the options we're conditioned to see are either wait it out and do nothing, or lay down the law and create more structure. We either follow the path of discipline paved by the generations before us, or we throw it out completely and hope for the best. Neither option is really very good. Both options rob you of the opportunity to build connection and problem solve with your child. And these are two keys to raising emotionally intelligent, intrinsically guided young people. When you go for the disciplinarian approach, you're either going to get pushback in the form of more power struggles and misbehavior, which then reinforces the idea that they need a firmer hand, or you're going to teach your child to bottle everything up, to hide their emotions, and to hide their mistakes, which is really common with highly sensitive kids. And when they're bottling up their emotions, when they're hiding what's going on for them, they're also keeping secrets from you. And we know that's not what we want. When we find ourselves trying to parent our child out of a phase, trying to create more structure or take a firmer stand against their behavior, we end up creating more of what we're trying to parent away and creating more stress for ourselves. We create the need for more self-care, more wine and cookies and Netflix in the evenings, more scrolling on social media. And you might be thinking of this as me time, but I want you to question that. More often than not, it's buffering. So this is actually pattern number two that can help you identify if you are living in that gap between your conditioning and your vision of what you want parenthood to be and what you want for your family. So you're buffering. You're really just zoning out to avoid facing your reality, especially your emotional reality. If you're not sure if that's what this is for you, if you're not sure if what you're engaging in is actually self-care or if it's buffering, consider this. Do you feel more refreshed, grounded, and present as a result of your self-care activities? Are you more present with your kids or more appreciative of your life and less stressed out in your day-to-day as a result of your self-care activities? 
Or are these moments just like a mental break that you're giving yourself so you can endure the pressures of parenting for a few more hours? Do you see the difference? True self-care is going to help you feel more grounded, more refreshed, and more prepared to handle anything that comes up. Buffering in disguise is really just a form of zoning out, of giving your brain a break so that you can make it through the rest of the day. One of the biggest ways that buffering as self-care shows up is actually in the idea of treating yourself. When you are living in the gap between the way you know how to parent, the blueprint you've been handed, and the vision you have for your family, life tends to feel kind of shitty and hard. It feels like an endurance game. Parenting is not as fun as you thought it would be. And you deserve to treat yourself at the end of the day to give yourself a reward, an incentive to make it through. So many parents have just accepted this as truth. And I want to tell you, it's not. These are just messages that you've internalized and ways you've found to ease the discomfort of your own emotions. Parenting can be enjoyable. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. Good news, right? It's pretty fun when you start to realize how some of these things that you've just accepted as truth, you don't have to believe anymore. You have a choice. The third thing we're going to look at in this podcast today that's a sign that you are currently living in the gap between the way you were parented and the way you want to parent is that you're constantly having power struggles with your child. Power struggles are pretty typical with highly sensitive kids, but when they start to become a pattern, when it seems like it's a constant, it's probably because there's some thought in the back of your mind that you're the parent, you're the authority, they need to respect you, and you should be in control. They should just listen to you. And take a second, just process those thoughts and notice if those are coming up for you because those thoughts just perpetuate power struggles. Sometimes they're unconscious. Often they're unconscious. And usually they're rooted in some form of the thought that children should be seen and not heard, or that adults should be respected. You know, those old sayings that really have been held as truth for generations and generations. Okay? So that's clue number three, that you're living in the gap. Just to sum it all up, we're going to go back through them. Sign number one is that you always feel like your child is going through some sort of phase and you either have to just endure it and put up with it or step up and help them move through it by parenting it out of them, right? Step uh, Sign number two is that you are spending a lot of time engaging in self-care activities that don't help you feel nourished and replenished and give you the energy that you need to tackle any challenges that come up for you head on without feeling totally drained. 
And sign number three, that you're parenting in the gap is that you're constantly engaged in power struggles with your child, right? We will build on each of these things throughout this podcast. For now, though, I just want you to take a little inventory. Where are you living in the gap between your conditioning and your vision? Where are you getting into power struggles with your child over and over again? Where is it a pattern? How are these little struggles impacting your mental health? Where can you loosen your grip a little? Where are you just letting things slide and hoping they'll grow out of it? How can you start connecting to their experience and supporting them in processing their emotions? And what are your buffering habits? Start to notice when you're reaching for your phone, reaching for a cookie or a glass of wine at the end of the day, and start asking yourself, what am I trying to avoid right now? How can I lean into it instead of away? Leaning in is one of the most powerful tools you've got. All right, thanks for joining me today. If you're not already there, come find me on Instagram. That's where I spend most of my time. I'd love to get to know you a little bit better. And if you are someone who knows they're parenting in the gap, but doesn't quite know how to pull themselves out of it, that is exactly the work I do with my clients. I would love to support you on this journey. So just reach out to me and we'll get started. Listen, if you are enjoying this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you'd take a few minutes to leave a review. It'll help other parents find the podcast, and more importantly, it'll help more grown-ups see their kids' sensitivity as the strength it truly is.